We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome back. Bill Michaels Show. We are on the air. We're glad you're here today. Always glad you're here. Thanks so much uh, for hanging out with us as we get ready for the uh, Great White Death. Going to uh, take place tomorrow, tomorrow night, Saturday into uh, Sunday morning. So uh, depends on what portion of the state you're in and which way the wind blows, of course. Uh, we've I saw the uh, predictions today, and I'm not kidding you. Depending on which way the wind blows, we're talking anywhere from un- just under an inch to ten and a half inches. So... Depends on how much uh, you're wishing for, I guess, as, <laughs> as to whether or not you're going to be happy or sad coming up on Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, whatever it happens to be. So there you go. Uh, got a lot coming up today. Uh, we still have fantasy football coming up after the bottom of the hour. Kate Majuk from BallBlastFootball.com going to be here. And start getting your fantasy football questions in. And I just tweeted that out. So if you want to shoot us uh, some questions over there on Twitter, you can do so. Hit us up there. So we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Here's a question for you, though. And we just got done talking with Dan Miller, the voice of the Lions. So we talked with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Do the Lions scare you at all? Is there anything about this Lions game that really concerns you? I had mentioned before, these two teams, when it comes to turnovers, they're not big turnover teams. When it comes to takeaways, the Detroit Lions have 12 of them on the season. They are ranked 25th. The Packers have 13. They're ranked 23rd. Packers have done a good job at times in getting some turnovers. And turnovers for them have certainly come at a big moment. Remember, Darius Shepard is the one that, uh, and I believe it was Darius Shepard, who picked off Matthew Stafford for the pick six in game two just as the Lions were starting to gain a little momentum. Turnovers for the Packers have come at opportune moments when momentum was beginning to shift. So... I ask you, is there anything about this Lions team that scares you in this upcoming matchup with the Green Bay Packers? 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Actually, I think it was, was it, uh, was it Shannon Sullivan? Was it Shepard or Sullivan? One of the two. I think it was Shannon Sullivan, actually. Sullivan who ended up having the uh, pick, now that I think about it. 
So, yeah, Sam says Sullivan. Yeah, I, that's, I wanted to make sure I got that right. But, yeah, it was Shannon Sullivan. Anyway, I digress. Is there anything about this team, this Lions team, that it bothers you? 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. I can't believe we're sitting at week 14 of the NFL season. That's the most amazing thing. Tonight you do have a game on the dock, and now it, about three, four weeks ago it looked like a craptastic game. Now it's actually a really good game. The Patriots on a roll right now at 6-6 six and six, uh, going up against the Rams, who are sitting at 8-4. and four. The Rams six and six taking on, uh, or excuse me, the Patriots six and six taking on the Rams, who are sitting at eight and four, right now. The Rams uh, are three and two in their last five games. They've not really played up to that standard, so to speak. They started a roll and then they tailed off. Meanwhile, the Patriots, who were just kind of left for dead, they were two and five, and you're like, boy, this season's over. All of a sudden, out of their last five games, they're four and one. They're six and six on the season. So they've had a resurgence. And while you look at the AFC, they're still trying to hang around to get themselves into the postseason. Uh, they're behind Buffalo, who was 9-3, and three, and Miami, who was 8-4. and four. But you got a good one coming up tonight. But I digress. Is there anything about this Lions team who is sitting 5-7, uh, and 2-3 and three in their last five games? Is there, and they're negative 72, by the way. When you talk about point differential, net points, negative 72. The Packers, on the other hand, plus 80. Plus 80. Short of the New Orleans Saints, that's the only other team that is ahead of them. And the Saints are ahead by quite a bit. The Saints are ahead by 106. 26 points higher than the Green Bay Packers. Saints are 10-2, and two, Packers 9-3. and three. We know all that, yada, yada, right? But is there anything about this contest, about this matchup, that scares you? Uh, Jacob says, if, Ken, if Kingsley Kiki and, De, and Kenny Clark cannot get to the quarterback and shut down what minimal run they have, Matthew Stafford's going to have a field day. See, they don't – they throw the ball okay. They don't throw the ball great. You know what I mean? They don't throw the ball great. 855-830-8648. Packers won 42-21 last time. Matthew Stafford had an okay day, two touchdowns, had that one costly pick six, threw for 224 yards, 244 yards, I think, something like that. But he was pressured. He was sacked in that ballgame quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um, if I remember correctly, he was sacked, what, four? Yeah, four times, but he was hit seven or eight times. They put pressure on him all day, all day. 855-830-8648. And by the way, that was a coming out party for Shannon Sullivan. He not only had the pick six, but he had another big breakup as well uh, earlier in that contest. Because remember, Detroit, the first two drives, they scored. Touchdown, touchdown. Then they missed a field goal. I don't know. How, I think that was in the second quarter. So, yeah, looking at this, they went touchdown, touchdown, punt, punt. Had the field goal, or missed a field goal, excuse me, missed a field goal. Punt, interception, pick six, punt, touchdown, punt, and then turned it over on downs. Because the Packers were on fire. 
field goal, touchdown, punt, touchdown, touchdown, punt, field goal, touchdown, end of game. They kind of had their way offensively with this uh, Lions defense. So that's why I asked the question, is there anything really about this game that bothers you? I mean, Like I said, the only thing that really bothers me about it is it's played over in Detroit. You know? 855-830-8648. Sheets, the bullpen coach, says, so what you're saying is this storm is a lot like what my wife expects, depending on the conditions. <laughs> hey yo, How are we looking? Yes. There you go. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Hey, some breaking news. Uh, the Bears cleared out their practice facility today after initially calling it off due to COVID concerns. Uh, no additional response as to what they're thinking for tomorrow or such, but uh, – uh, they must have had at least a positive or somebody with symptoms that uh, that said that, uh, you know, this could possibly be COVID. So there you go. 855-830-8640. By the way, any breaking news on the uh, on the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Van. Find out how far an extra mile really does go. That's our friends at Mercedes-Benz Van. Do you have any trepidation at all, any concerns at all? Uh, about this contest coming up with the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jack says, uh, beat the Lions. Who cares? It's just another weak team that the Packers can beat up on. I'm watching more the Titans game. Circle that, then book it. Um, and, you know, well, again, we were talking with Ryan Wood earlier, then McCaffrey. You know, you got McCaffrey coming into town next week from the Carolina Panthers. I know he's been banged up a little bit this year, but – He's still uh, one of the more, you know, vaunted running backs in the National Football League. So if you can defend the pass against a pretty good quarterback in Matthew Stafford this week, shut down McCaffrey, shut down, and I'm not saying shut down in the sense that they don't get yards. I'm just saying don't let them beat you. Shut down McCaffrey, shut down Derrick Henry. Um, you know, you would assume if you're going to get a loss, okay, Bear with me. If you're going to get a loss and you're going to go to 12 and 4 in the season, it's going to come in one of the next three games. I don't, I really, honestly, I don't really have any trepidation about the Bears. No concerns there. You know, unless you get crazy and just start turning the ball over. That team, the way that defense looked a couple of weeks ago, the way they looked like at one point, they just shrugged their shoulders like, what are we doing? We're beating our brains out and we're not getting any help. The offensive side of the ball stinks. Mr. Trubisky's a bad decision maker. So, you know, Nick Foles or Mr. Trubisky, it hasn't been an offense that's really flowed. So I don't. Ex- I expect the Bears to have the cars running, buses gassed up, everything's warmed up, and they just want to get out of town. Yeah, they just want to get out of town. The Packers are going to be playing for something because then you'll know if you're vying for the uh, top spot in the NFC or not. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. What's for dinner? Quick Trip has you covered. Take-home meals, they prepare them fresh right there in their kitchen, ready to heat and eat in your kitchen. And you can choose from a variety of options. Fettuccine Alfredo with chicken, turkey, potatoes, gravy, beef stroganoff, pork chop with stuffing and potatoes and gravy. 
They're going to fix them. You pull them out uh, right out of their coolers, bring them home, fresh, hot, microwave, that kind of thing, freshly made and delicious, whether it's the pothole pizza, the fried chicken, whatever it is they offer. Check out our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, they've got you covered. We're going to come back and take some phone calls and thoughts. Don't forget, after the bottom of the hour, going to get into fantasy football as well. Get your fantasy football questions into us also as you got the NFL starting back up again this evening. So uh, keep that in the back of your mind. we got fantasy football in about, 20, in about 15, 20 minutes. But is there anything about this matchup with the Lions that makes you go, hmm? More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Do the Lions scare you at all? Is there anything at all about the Detroit Lions that you would say, oh, my goodness? I think the Packers have a really good secondary. I have the. I think they – I really believe they have the capability to cover, um, you know, the likes of Danny Amendola and company. I think that Matthew Stafford is a good, not a great quarterback. You know, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. They got some weapons. TJ Hawkinson. You know, they've got some weapons. They've got some guys to cover. Packers are going to have, defensively, they're going to have a little bit of their hands full. You know, they picked up Josh or Jonah Jackson, I, I should say, as their their left guard this year in the third round of the draft. Logan uh, Stenberg. Uh, Stenberg? I think it's Stenberg. Not Sternberg. Stenberg. But they fortified their offensive line a little bit better. You know, they still got Reg now, their center. So they're pretty good up the gut, you know. Have DeAndre Swift carrying the football. Still Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson always seems to have some kind of an impactful performance against the Green Bay Packers still to this day. So, you know, is there anything about this team, though, that really bothers you? 855-830-8648. Let's go to Mark listening to us in Bayview. Mark, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, good afternoon, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah the, the only thing that would... I guess worry me a little bit is they're talking about, you know, a rebuild, possibly shipping out Stafford. I would be concerned about the guys that either A, don't have a contract yet, or on their contract year, those are the guys that are going to have to prove themselves. And in my opinion, those would be your, you know, possibly your, your, your playmakers of this upcoming game, especially if, if they can look good in front of the Packers. That means new management, when the new management comes in and they're, they're looking at everybody, you know, they can start – you see what I'm saying? I think, right. you know, they, yeah. Yeah, trying to so, give some of the young, hungry guys a chance is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. I get what you're getting at, uh, that maybe some of these guys on, on with proving time, so to speak, if they get on the field that suddenly you don't have them scouted, you're not really looking at these guys specifically. Uh, no, I completely understand it. And, Mark, appreciate the email. Um, you know, look, it, it's teams like this uh, in rivalry games, and it is a rivalry game. Okay, it's you know it's when you, within your division it is a rivalry game, so you look at it one of two ways, especially when a team comes into this contest like the Lions that are you know still to this point reeling. Okay, so you look at this team and you say five and seven, they're still lurking, if you will. I mean, I don't know if I want to say that they have that legitimate shot at getting to the postseason. They're on the cusp, you know. You got the Saints and the Packers, top two teams. Three, four, five, or Seattle, L.A., and a Tampa Bay. 
And then six and seven are the Cardinals and the Vikings. The Vikings are six and six. Then you got San Francisco, Washington, who's been one of the better defensive football teams and playing better as of late. They've won three out of their last five, three straight, as a matter of fact. And meanwhile, the Lions are sitting also at five and seven. They are jumbled up with the Giants, who are trying to win the East, and then the Bears. So. You you know with the Washington uh, Washington right now is on top in that division by the way. So you look at at Detroit they're mathematically they're not out of it. If they can get a few more wins, climb back to around five hundred, chances are they're going to make it to the postseason. So you're going to get even though it's a five and seven team, you're going to get a really good shot. This is kind of their if they can knock off the Packers, not only do they get a win in the division, but they go back up. They're game under five hundred six and seven. And that puts you up with the likes of Arizona and Minnesota who are just on the uh, on that line, that cut line right now. You're a game out. So you're going to get a, a, a hell of a shot from the Detroit Lions come this weekend. Let's go to Tim listening to us on the Radio.com app out in Arizona. Tim, how you doing, man? Very good, Bill. Glad talking to you. Backer fan for 61 years. Awesome. I'll come right to the point. I'll come right to the point. Um, what scares me, after seeing a couple of highlights from that Bear, bear game, uh, is how well Adrian Peterson ran for both of those touchdowns. This man was possessed. When he hit that line, he wasn't about to get stopped. And, you know, with our defense on the run being like a sieve, that scares me. And then I was thinking, well, who else does Stafford have? And Stafford always gives us fits, whether it's in Green Bay or at the Ford uh, Center. Um, Galladay and Jones Jr., and Hawkinson, so he's got some weapons. It's not like you know the cupboard's bare there. And just a few seconds ago, what you said, they're five and seven. All it takes is a win in the division, which would put them up to six and seven. And right. they're knocking right behind, uh, knocking on the door right behind the Vikings. And and I expect a tough game. And I think you're right with the score, thirty to twenty-four, because you know that's what our defense has been giving up. But I, I don't know until we get a pass rush and we can stop the run. Uh, good old uh, Matthew Stafford. He just he just uh, runs wild all over us. Yeah, no. I, Matthew Stafford's had some good games against uh, against the Packers, no doubt about. It. Appreciate the phone call. And and really, when you uh, when you look at uh, you know the way the Detroit Lions have played over there, that see over there concerns me more than anything. What, what the Lions don't necessarily bother me specifically if you're playing them at Lambeau Field, but it, for whatever reason, it's just been one of those weird games in. In Ford Field for the Green Bay Packers. While the Packers have a winning record, there don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm just going, oh my God, every time they go to Detroit, they lose. It just turns into, it's either a blowout or it turns into one of these really close battles that you're thinking to yourself, how how could you how could you let it be this close to a team that you should just be beating up on? We've said that so many times coming out of Detroit. Let's go to Phil listening to us on our tremendous affiliate in Eau Claire 105.1. Uh, Phil, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, Bill. You bet. Uh, just thinking about it, Detroit always plays us tough, being a division game, no matter what their record is. And Jones always seems to kill us for some reason. Right. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. It seems like he's gotten loose more than a few times. Marvin Jones, as soon as he came over from Cincinnati, it's like he all of a sudden became the Packer killer at times. I agree with you. And don't forget they also picked up Quintus Cephas, who's emerging as a, a pretty solid receiver in the league. They still have Muhammad Sanu. They've got names over there. They've got a, a a depth of wide receiver over there. 
I didn't mean to slight, by the way, Quintus Cephas when I was talking about Galladay Jones and Amendola and even T.J. Hawkinson a little bit earlier. I didn't want to leave him off the depth chart. I wanted to recognize him. Wisconsin roots are going, hey, wait a minute. Don't forget, Quintus Cephas is over there. I 100% know. I agree with you. 855-830-8648. Uh, this was from James on Twitter. Hits us up. Says the only thing that scares me with the uh, the oncoming game versus the Lions is uh, Adrian Peterson. He always runs all over us. Uh, volume C says, uh, worry about Adrian Peterson and Matthew Stafford getting a couple of lucky touchdowns to make it close, and the Packers panicking, and suddenly the play calling changes. Uh, Jennifer says, no worries at all. Packers should win this game at least by 10. I will be enjoying a couple of beverages later that night. Good for you. Uh, The anxious one says, after I shovel my driveway the next morning of probably the half inch of snow that has blanketed us, (laughs) Uh, by the way, the anxious one living in Sheboygan. Uh, I will then go in and enjoy a Packers victory. No concerns here. Uh, I appreciate the program. Thanks very much. And if you're listening to us in Sheboygan, you're listening to us on the Radio.com app, are you getting us out of Milwaukee or or where? Good stuff. Um, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Uh, Jack says, uh, by the way, Jack listening to us in lacrosse. Says, uh, I don't have a lot of concerns. Anything fluky can happen. Maybe this game does indeed come down to turnovers for two teams that don't usually create turnovers. They got him in the last contest. Shannon Sullivan in the last one gets the pick six. That turned the tide because, like I said, in in that last contest, don't forget, uh, the Lions scored their first couple of drives out of the shoot, remember. And then after that, the Packers, um, defensively speaking, I'm not going to say locked them down because they really didn't. I mean, the Packers on third down in that game were not very good, if I remember correctly. I'd have to go back and look it up. But I just remember drive after drive just, you know, moving on and moving on and moving on. And you're kind of like, man, you got to get off the field. And then ultimately they, you know, they won the game. The offense the offense was also, I think it was similar. Um, just kind of looking it up here. I'm clicking through as we're talking. But, uh, yeah, both teams, 6 of 12 and 6 of 12. The Packers and the Lions were both the same, 50% on third down. The difference was the Packers had almost 500 total yards. They had 488 total yards. The Packers were getting it on the ground and controlling the clock, too. 259 yards on the, or two, yeah, 259 yards on the ground, and they controlled the clock 34-46 to 25-14. So that was a, a pretty dominating performance. But remember, Detroit – when we're talking about three and outs, Detroit had uh, one, two, three, the Packers did, four. Four three and outs, the Lions did. They had touchdown, touchdown, then, th- then a nine-play drive that stalled. They punted away. Then a three and out. The missed field goal, then the three and out. An interception pick six, then the three and out. Then they scored the touchdown, and then they had another three and out, and that was the end of it. So there you go. 855-830-864. Let's do this. I'll give you the same phone number. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Time for some fantasy football when we come back. Kate Majuka is going to be joining us from ballblastfootball.com. So hang in there for that. Hit us up over on Twitter. Get us your questions. You can email me as well. We'll try to get to as many questions as we possibly can as you start to wind down via the fantasy football season. All kinds of ways as the colder weather is going to get here to get warm and cozy this winter, and you can put on sweaters, wool socks, you can maybe drink a hot toddy, whatever it happens to be, 
Uh, or you can call our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Yes, Pella installs year-round, and with every leaky window and door that you replace, you're going to be able to start saving energy bills on energy bills right now in the winter and the summer. And better still, with the latest Pella Now Pay Later offer, which is, by the way, no money down, no payments, no interest for 12 months. Say it again. No money down, no payments, no interest for 12 months. Plus, save an extra 500 bucks off the qualifying orders. That's going to keep some jingle in your pocket. It'll keep your house more economical, beautiful. It'll keep it safe, which is important. And it also adds value to your home. Certain restrictions apply. See the showroom for details, but only through the end of the month. So set up that free consultation right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Fantasy football questions, bring it right now. 855-830-8648. That's next to The Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. We are glad to have you. The Bill Michael Show continues on. Time now for some fantasy football. Light the lines, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Hit us up over on Twitter as well. Kate Majuk from BallBlastFootball.com and RotoWorld.com joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Kate, we get word that uh, the the Bears have shut down their facility today because of COVID. Do, when, when things like that happen, do you need to start scrambling to find if you got guys on those teams to try to find other players? So I think the biggest thing is to make sure you're keeping a really close eye on the news as long as you're able to. Um, you know, the the big thing with that is that sometimes these are – uh, some false alarms. Sometimes there's exposure among your fantasy players. Sometimes there isn't. Um, it, it It's really been sort of a whirlwind. So if you're in a spot where you're not sure you'll be able to pay attention through the weekend, say you got the kids that weekend, um, anything like that, I would, I would definitely be cautious. Uh, but hopefully it's a, you know, isolated situation. But honestly, you just never know how these are going to shake out. It's been kind of a, a wonky season. Uh, CJ tweets this and says, I need three of these four wide receivers, which we don't normally do this, but he was first today and said, can you please help me out? So he's got in a PPR league, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, and Terry McLaurin. And he needs three out of the four. I typically don't go for the two two wide receivers on the same team stack, but I do think that uh, if you're stacking Corey Bre- or Corey Davis and AJ Brown together, you are going to come up with an absolute smash play. Um, I'm I'm going to roll with those two, and then I think for my third, I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin. He's been uh, pretty matchup proof. He had a, a down week last week, but it was against the Steelers defense, top of the league. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. San Francisco, they're going to let up a little bit more than uh, I think we've seen in the past. So I think he's going to do well and and have a nice day, especially in a PPR league. Uh, James is asking, uh, I have lost my last two wideouts and a tight end. Can you help me with anybody that you would think be worth picking up on the waiver wire? Anybody on the waiver wire. Okay. At tight end, I think, uh, the biggest, uh, free agent acquisition right now that I'm keeping my eye on is Logan Thomas had an absolute monster, uh, career day. He's the tight end for the Washington football team. Um, had a career day last week and he's been pretty, pretty consistently involved, um, as the weeks have, have gone on. Uh, another name to look out for if you're looking for wide receiver help uh, with the Houston Texans, Kiki QT. Uh, he has uh, been uh, 
you know, sort of fantasy reliable uh, in the absence of Will Fuller. Uh, put up a really nice game last week, so I think he'll continue to get a nice target share. Awesome. Uh, let's do this. And I know uh, there's some other questions coming out of the uh, coming out of the studio. You got standard scoring: Damian Harris or DJ Chark? I'm going to roll with Damian Harris. I'm I'm very excited to see uh, what they're going to do in prime time tonight. It's going to be a tough matchup, but. Uh, we've seen a, a very consistent uh, volume for Damian Harris over the uh, games that he has started here since week four. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with that volume. I'm going to hope it, it turns out to be a touchdown. Um, but I, I think he's a, the way to go. Chark has just been a little bit too all over the place. I'm not sure if I trust Mike Lennon just yet. Uh, got to, uh, let's see here. Uh, sit one in a PPR. Michael Thomas, A.J. Brown. Deontay Johnson or Justin Jefferson. He has to sit one of those guys. That is a very nice problem to have. Uh, I think <laughs> right? if I'm going all out, uh, you know, hoping for the the max amount of points, I'm going to sit Deontay Johnson there. Uh, just haven't been as excited to see what the Steelers offense has been up to lately. Uh, they've been a little off kilter. And though I think uh, Deontay Johnson might, you know, continue to get the target share, um, I'm just not not sure if I believe in their ceiling up against the the Buffalo Bills with Tre'Davious White. I uh, got one that wants to know if J.K. Dobbins is still a good play for the remainder of the playoffs in deeper leagues. In deeper leagues, uh, you might be stuck with a guy like J.K. Dobbins, but um, you know I, I think we're going to have to worry about the uh, consistency and the carry counts for uh, that backfield. But you know what? He's had he's had ten carries in four out of his last five games, so. Uh, I think you got to roll with it and, and hope that he comes up with the touchdown um, and maybe catches a couple of passes there. So I think, uh, you know, he's a he's a good play in deeper leagues. Uh, you got standard scoring Ronald Jones or Chris Godwin? I'm going to go with Ronald Jones. Um, the Bucks are just coming out of a bye, but Chris uh, Godwin actually just had a follow-up procedure um, during the bye week. Uh, he had a broken finger, had some some pins placed in it a little while back. Um, he just had those removed. So he's been out of practice. I don't know if he's going to be active for this week. So something to monitor, but either way, it's a, a hand injury that he's recovering from a, a hand procedure. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay away from the hand and uh, you know, especially given that uh, his hands are, are pretty important. So I'm going to, I'm going to take yeah. the cautious way out there. <laughs> uh, Justin Herbert or Ryan Tannehill. Oh, Russ, Justin Herbert's really hard to start this week. I know uh, I, I had him in a lot of leagues, started him everywhere last week, uh, put up a big, big dud, but I think this could be a bounce back game. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert because I think we've just seen a, a much higher ceiling from him. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely not going to see a game where he's, he's uh, sub 50% completion rate. I don't mm -hmm. think, uh, I, I think we're going to have a, a nice bounce back game against the Atlanta secondary. I got one point PPR needs two Montgomery, Mostert, Hilaire, or Gallman. Needs two. I'm actually going to uh, to go with my buddy uh, Wayne Gallman, which with absolute shock. Uh, never thought I'd be saying that at this point in the season, but uh, Gallman has been absolutely killing it. He he passes the eyeball test. He's getting a ton of volume. Um, I, I think he's an absolute fantastic play. Uh, and then what were the other uh, what were the other options? I'm sorry. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, one point PPR needs to Montgomery, Mostert, Hilaire, or Goldman. Oh, I'm going Montgomery again. It feels gross. Montgomery has been uh, sort of a dud over the last year, but he's had a couple of really solid games. Um, and I think it's all because he's been getting uh, the nice matchups. He gets another soft matchup this week. I'm going to continue riding the the flames here, hope for the touchdowns and um, you know, especially with his usage in the passing game, I think he has a, a nice game against Houston. And then we've got pick two in a PPR, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen. I'm going to go with, uh, ooh, this one's tough. I'm definitely going with Keenan Allen. He's absolutely been a stud since Justin Herbert came into the lineup. Uh, can't seem to to stop playing uh, just straight ball right to Keenan Allen. I absolutely love that. And then I got to go with DeAndre Hopkins. I know it, it's been uh, less uh, less voluminous than we'd like, uh, than we saw early on in the year. But uh, this guy's still DeAndre Hopkins. The Giants have uh, James Bradbury. But uh, Hopkins is, is pretty much matchup proof. Uh, we've got Kyler Murray, who's another week out from his shoulder injury. We're hoping he's back to uh, back to normal there. I, I just can't touch or I can't sit my guy DeAndre Hopkins with that kind of ceiling. Yeah, that was the next question. You've got uh, Justin Herbert taking on the Falcons or Kyler Murray playing that tough New York uh, Giants defense. Uh, that's the question. That's one of our last ones here. I'll go with Justin Herbert there. I'll, I'll play the matchup and you know what? I'll, um, you know, just trust that Justin Herbert's been the healthier guy. Though I'm excited to see, you know, obviously what what DeAndre Hopkins can do, and I believe the ceiling's there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to roll with the guy who's who's been more consistent from a, a fantasy production standpoint. Uh, he's been running the ball a little bit. I'm still going to stick with Justin Herbert for that ceiling play. And last but not least, we got uh, Art listening to us out in Viroqua, and his question is, do I go with Kirk Cousins or Matthew Stafford this weekend? I actually really like Kirk Cousins' matchup this week. I think he's going to have uh, a fine outing. I do worry about Matthew Stafford a little bit. He's been dealing with that thumb injury. Um, Kirk Cousins has actually been playing lights out. Three uh, three touchdowns in four of his last five games. Only two interceptions in that time. He's been dealing it. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Cousins and ride the flames, right? Yeah, see if Tampa Bay can't stop the run, and if they can slow down uh, the run game, then maybe uh, you know maybe they get to Cousins. Otherwise, if they can't stop the run, Cousins uh, actually have a better day. You're right. Uh, Kate, always a pleasure. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk again next week, okay? Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much. There you go. Kate Majuke, you can always follow her over there on uh, Twitter and ask her some questions there. F F B ball or F F ball blast F F ball blast on Twitter. I always screw that up uh, with ballblastfootball.com, rotoworld.com. That's Kate Majuke joining us on the Schneider orange hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80 plus years. They've been doing a column 844 pride to go to schneiderjobs.com. Hey, a reminder coming up tonight, six to eight. It's the Bill Michael Suttle. It's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good tonight though. Lily Zhao from Fox six, Scott Grodsky from CBS 58. Going to be my guest tonight. That is 6-8 to eight tonight. The Bill Michael Suttle gets underway. Stay tuned for that. Uh, did the NFL do the right thing? We'll talk about that next on the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers had to place three players on IR after Sunday's win over the Eagles. Safety Raven Green with a shoulder. Defensive lineman Billy Wynn, triceps. And returner Tyler Irvin with an ankle. Does this mean the Packers will go to newly acquired Tavon Austin? Matt LaFleur. As far as Tavon's concerned, yeah, he's got to be ready to go. Even though the Packers lost guard Lane Taylor for the season and center Corey Lindsley's on IR, Green Bay's offensive line dominated the Bears and the Eagles' defense the past two weeks. What's been the key? Left guard Lucas Patrick. I think the leaders on this team have been uh, really keen on keeping us sharp. Uh, You can roll out there with confidence against these good fronts and know you're probably going to do well because, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you've put the work in. Aaron Rodgers was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week and was asked for his reaction to Kenny Clark and the Smith brothers meeting with Mike Pettin last week to tell the defensive coordinator his game plans were too complicated. Our player-led teams are the best teams, in my opinion. Coaches aren't going to go out on the field and play for us. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. It's been kind of crazy the last uh, 48 hours when you talk about Des Bryant. The Pro Bowl wideout, former Pro Bowl wideout, getting ready to go up against Dallas. They didn't need him, obviously. They beat the hell out of the Dallas Cowboys. But uh, he wanted to play because he had been released by Dallas going back to the 2017 season. Uh, But it didn't happen. He was engaged in warm-ups at M&T Bank Stadium. He was pulled off the field to undergo a third COVID test after his first two returned as inconclusive. The third test uh, yielded a positive result. However, um, you know, Des Bryant deleted from the game just minutes ahead of kickoff. Furious at the situation, he initially threatened to quit. Here we go. On the season before, you know, he Walked it back. His cooler heads prevailed. But his frustration likely now returned to a fever pitch, albeit despite the good news. He revealed on Twitter today that he's now tested negative twice for COVID since Tuesday. So, it's look, the Ravens never placed him on the COVID list, so there's no clearance needed. You know, all he needed to do was get a couple of positive or a couple of negative tests. Uh, he's going to be back. It looks like he'll be back for Sunday's matchup with the Cleveland Browns. But, you know, as Bryant said, look, it was more than just another game for me. It was about revenge. I didn't need a catch. I just wanted to make a point. Um, you know, and even Lamar Jackson, you know, said, look, we found out when we were going out into the field for warm-ups is when we found out. We're just going to have to uh, win the game for him. We knew how much it meant to him. He's been talking about it for, you know, uh, a minute now since he's been here. So he wanted the Dallas Cowboys, and they pulled him out of the game. Now, did the NFL screw up? And that's the argument. So, look, you can only, as we have heard time and again, it's almost become a catchphrase, you got to follow the science. If the science says that you're inconclusive and then the third test says that you're, you're, you're positive, you got to follow the science, right? you got to do that. Did the NFL screw up? No. No, and here's the reason why. In this particular sense, in, in, in the sense of COVID, 
you you always got to err on the side of caution. Always. It's unfortunate, but you always have to err on the side of caution. And the reason being is, is that you, you what happens if you let him go out there and then it does turn out that he has it? Well, then you've infected a whole team, his team, their team, everything. You're putting the games of future in jeopardy. So as much as it sucks for Des Bryant, the game is not about Des Bryant. It's about trying to get the game off safely, as safely as possible. And But I understand his frustration. Completely. I mean, the Ravens went on to beat the Cowboys, what was it, uh, 33-17? But, uh, you know, Bryant had to watch it on TV back in the locker room. Or at least in some kind of a quarantine situation. You know, he maybe he had to leave the stadium. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But, you know, the argument, there, there's people going back and forth on Twitter saying, well, the NFL screwed him. And this, the NFL didn't screw him. Look, if, if he had a positive test, you err on the side of caution. You, you don't risk future because of one guy wanting to be out there so badly. Everybody wants to be out there so badly, especially if you've worked for it all week. You know, you don't want your work to be for naught. But – you just – I'm sorry. As much as I can say, yeah, it's its a shame and, you know, and I'm not a big Des Bryant fan, but, you know, as much as I can say, okay, you know, that, that, that kind of sucks for that situation, the NFL didn't do anything wrong. They just didn't. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. You can chime in if you choose to do so. When we come back, uh, we'll get back into some of the comments. I, there's been a whole lot of comments over on the Facebook fan page in regards to Giannis and in regards to James Harden. And some of them, I, while I say I'm, I'm surprised, I, I guess I should say I'm kind of not. I understand, I don't agree with, but I can understand a level of frustration. But you got to hear what I'm talking about coming up next. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.